Tony, on today's show, we're going to talk about taking some steps. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was told there would be no exercise, well, uh, especially on the show. <laughs> things have changed, Tony. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in, as we say, to Paladin Financial Talk. We appreciate you taking some time to listen to today's show. We've uh, got uh, some great information we're going to share with you and talk about some important retirement and financial steps that you can take at some very important ages, ages 50 and 65 specifically is what we'll hone in on. So Tony, we'll try not to make things, you know, make you sweat too much here in this process. <laughs> well, you mentioned steps and I'm like, wait a minute, is this some <laughs> kind of exercise class now? <laughs> Hey, maybe that's a thing. Maybe we could we could call uh, Peloton and Peloton. Yeah, and, we yeah. could do a we could do a uh, an exercise podcast. There you, go. Um, you and I doing that that would be great. <laughs> we found our niche. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, we've got a great show today. And first, wanted to say congratulations to your your family, your daughter uh, graduating high school here and heading off to yeah. college and. That. Yeah, we're really proud. And uh, yeah, we just had our grad party. Thanks for coming, by the way. And, uh, you know, she graduated with honors. And so we're excited and she's going to head off to college this fall. And so, yeah, that's a big step and a, a big turning point in our lives. And of course, she's headed off to college. So I immediately called you up and uh, and uh, cried about money on your shoulder <laughs> about the cost of college and uh, what that's going to do to the old investments. But no, uh, luckily she had a 529. Uh, thanks to you, we had a 529 set up. So uh, that that's helpful. And she got a full tuition scholarship, so she won't have that expense. So uh, we're happy overall. It's That's a great. it's a good thing. How about you? How have you been lately, Jeff? We're good. We're good. We just got back from a, a vacation in Florida and lost oh, my wow. office tan a little bit and oh, did the. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it was fun. We did a little bit of um, reef fishing. Not a, a oh wow big fisher person myself, but we had we had fun and uh, Jack's caught the most fish in the boat. He caught sixteen fish. <laughs> and uh, he was. <laughs> I think he's over his limit at that point, <laughs> right. isn't he? Um, the uh, the guide, where the captain we were with, he was very good and was able to hook a couple barracuda and oh wow, let Jacks and the other kid that was on our boat um, reel them in. So that was pretty exciting. Oh, that's to watch. neat. Yeah, that's neat. How old is Jacks now? Six and a half. The halves are important. At, 
at six and a half, he's helping reel in a barracuda, catching about 16 fish on the open sea there yep. in the ocean fishing. Wow. <laughs> Lucky kid. That's awesome. And uh, how many fish did you catch, Jeff? Uh, moving on. So we'll get started here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, you, what's important about these ages? Obviously, there's big turning points in people's lives. You know, when you turn 16, you get your driver's license. Uh, when you turn 21, you get more serious about going to church and then, <laughs> oh, wait, most people. Uh, yeah. So and uh, what about 50? Obviously, 50 is a big one. Yeah, it is. You know, we've got plenty of magic numbers throughout life. Um, 50 is an, an, on an emotional level, an important one. You've hit that half century mark and you really think about retirement and, oh, my gosh, look all the time that's passed. But, you know, it's a perfect moment to take a breath reassess things, make sure that you're in the position that you want to be financially and you're doing the things that you can to prepare yourself for the retirement that you've hopefully been thinking about and, and looking forward to over time. So it's a critical year. If your pre-retirement strategy and savings efforts aren't quite solid enough to get to you to where you want to be, you still have some time to write your ship and get things on the the path that you want to be on. And so that's an important one. And 65 is an important one that a lot of people think about. And we'll talk about Medicare and some of those things, but yeah, we've, uh, we'll, we'll dive right in here and we're going to talk about an article that, uh, AARP put out that talks about 10 retirement planning mistakes people make at age 50. It has some great information in there. I encourage you to take a look at that. But the first thing it emphasizes is it might be wise to plan to stop working before what you think might be your typical retirement age, 65, whatever you want that you're looking at, because you might not have all the, the cards. So your employer, mm. you know, might let you off, uh, off a little bit early, so to speak. And maybe that's not what you were wanting, but there's a survey sure. from employer benefits research that said that 48% of people retire before they've intended to because of layoffs or health concerns or family needs, like taking care of a, a loved one and at home, things like that. So when you get knocked for a loop by a job loss in your 60s, it might be difficult to find a new one, especially with the same salary and benefits that you've been accustomed to along the way. So you want to think about those things. It's not just what you want. It's what might life might throw your direction. Well, yeah, and, and it's definitely a hope for the best, but plan for the worst, right? And you certainly build an early jobless contingency into your financial plans and retirement plan. If you never end up needing that money, I'm sure that uh, you, a financial services professional, can help uh, people utilize that money in a different way then. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing to be aware of is when you turn 50 is making sure that your finances are balanced and you're, you're adjusting things gradually as you get closer to retirement. You're not taking too much or too little risk. We see people that kind of swing both ways with that. Many people that turn 50 and they start to think about this that, hey, you know, we're, we're running behind where we want to be and they can get a little bit too aggressive sometimes and then not have the financial patience to stick with it if the market corrects and then they lock in losses and then it's going to take them even longer to get back to where they want to be. So you know, make sure you're not taking too much risk, but you're not taking having too much caution because you want to 
make sure your, your portfolio is growing over time, keeping pace with inflation and then some. So making sure you've got a good balance and a good financial professional can help you to navigate that. Make sure that you're on track uh, for your goals and you're taking a, an appropriate amount of risk. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Obviously, uh, that balance is huge. And I, I think the desire to catch up financially when you describe, you know, if you discover you're running a little behind on your retirement goals, that can lead to some overly emotional decisions with your finances. And you want to avoid those, right? Absolutely. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. And there can be some good opportunities once you reach age 50, you have what are called catch up provisions where that can help you to put more money into different retirement accounts uh, as you reach your age 50. So let's say you turn age 50 halfway through a year, beginning January of that year that you're going to be turning 50, that catch-up provisions kick in. So for example, in 2021, people who are 50 and older can kick in an additional $1,000 to their IRA or Roth IRA in addition to that standard $6,000 limit. Again, ignoring higher income situations, you might not be able to, to do that, but you have that additional thousand dollars. If you're self-employed and you have a simple IRA, you have another $3,000 catch up that you can do in addition to your typical 13,500 limit and 401ks. That's even bigger. You have a $6,500 catch up on top of your 19,500 that you can put in. So adding oh, that, wow. those additional funds in over several years, that can make a big difference. Well, and it's clear to me that uh, catch-up provisions then could be a really powerful lifeline for a lot of people. Uh, what can you tell us about how debt factors into a retirement strategy once a person turns 50? Yeah, if you're hitting 50 and you still have debt, trying to get rid of that as soon as possible is a good strategy. You should work to be debt-free other than your mortgage, at least as a starting point. You might have consumer debt, credit cards, things like that. Uh, maybe student loans from kids that you've been helping with. But once all of your debts are paid off, you can then shift focus to paying off your mortgage if you don't have that taken care of yet before you retire. And obviously heading into retirement without debt, that's going to open up many exciting possibilities when it comes to your retirement lifestyle and make it a lot easier for you to continue the lifestyle you've been accustomed to in your working years when you've had all that income coming in and make it easier to at least maintain that once you walk into retirement. Sure. And that's, I think that's really important. Uh, having no debt in retirement, it might make that dream of spending two weeks in Paris each year uh, a little more realistic yes. in retirement, right? Yeah. Instead of maybe Paris, Indiana. I don't know if there's a Paris, Indiana, <laughs> yeah, but Paris, uh, Indiana. <laughs> I'll have to check that. Fact check me. Yeah. Yeah. But, very different cities. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the next piece uh, of, of advice from that AARP article we'll talk about is being cautious about taking on college debt. I mentioned there a moment ago, uh, it's very common for parents in their fifties to, to shoulder a lot of their kids college debt because they didn't sock enough money away in a five two nine account when they and their children were younger and parents in that position might be inclined to rely on a home equity line or other credit sources to help cover the cost of that education but that could leave you with a lot of debt that you might not have as many years uh, necessary to pay that off before you retire at your preferred age. So there's no easy answer for people in this situation because it's hard a lot of times to cut off that drive to want to take care of our children and, and make sure their needs are taken care of. So 
one possibility there is to have your kids take out loans in their names and then you help them with the monthly payments if you would like to do that. And if your situation changes and you can no longer do that, it's on them. Yeah. I mean, helping your kids cover the cost of college, it can be stressful. So I think this is an area, once again, where people should work closely with a financial services professional. I mean, there's no reason to try to figure it all out on your own when there are knowledgeable professionals that are ready and willing to help, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know someone you could call if you got a phone <laughs> pen handy. I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to name names, Jeff Foley. <laughs> Um, our phone number, give us a call. Our number is 651-842-8406. And give us a call. Let's sit down, whether face-to-face or virtually, and uh, we'll give you a complimentary second opinion on your situation and provide some recommendations for you to make sure that you're on track. And wherever you're at, if that's if you're not happy where you're at, um, helping you to make some changes, if you are happy where you're at, are you optimizing what you have today, the resources that you have to uh, get sure. the most out of retirement. Just met with a couple uh, in the last couple of days that have done a really good job of saving their assets over the years. They're really close to retirement and they're concerned, hey, when can we retire? And I was very happy at the end of our conversation after reviewing everything to be able to tell them, you can do that now. I can say with confidence, you have enough resources. Um, your situation looks good. You have the right mindset. We can help you out and and uh, actually retire and, and enjoy life. So, wow! Give us a call. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So, what's a, what's an what's another thing that we should know about when we turn fifty? Another thing to look at is your healthcare strategy, and I'm not talking about your various insurance products, which we'll get into here in a moment, but more the personal choices that you make that might help you to reduce your healthcare cost over the years. So if you're eating and exercise habits, I did work some exercise into this, uh, this show. Didn't ah, I tell you? there you go. Oof. Here Taking we go. steps. <laughs> uh, if your habits aren't where you would like to be, you still have some time to change those behaviors for the better before you retire. So Swipping, swatching, <laughs> swipping out, swipping, swatching, switching out the uh, double cheeseburger for maybe a salad or something. I saw a meme earlier uh, this week from somewhere, and, and it was a, a picture of a lady holding a salad, and it said the, oh gosh, what was it? The salad, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm losing it. <laughs> it was funny. Just trust me on that. <laughs> Should we trust you on that? I don't know. The salad tastes <laughs> like I'd rather be fat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, there it is. There it is. Boy, you just just the words double cheeseburger makes me hungry. Yeah. Though. <laughs> Followed by salad. It's like, what? So, um, so it's not just financial decisions that you can start making uh, at any point. But, you know, being yeah. healthier can help you from a retirement perspective as well. Well, and you raise a good point. A lot of people think eating better and exercising is all about physical health, when in reality, uh, it will not only make you feel better, it could end up saving you a lot of money in the long run too, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Reduce your health care costs by yep. being healthier. Um, the next thing we'll talk about is if you're healthy at age 50, it can be easy to assume that you're always going to be that way, you know, 60s, 70s, and so forth. But you know, best laid plans of mice and men. So the truth is none of us knows what's waiting for us down the road. And an important health insurance product to begin considering once you get to your 50s is long-term care insurance. And 
Some people, it's a great fit. Others, it's not. So you want to weigh your options and know what the costs are going to be. And I can pretty much guarantee you that the costs are going to go up for whatever policy you purchase over time. And that can be pretty significant. I, we have a work with a couple uh, a year ago, they contacted me and said, Hey, this policy this long-term care insurance policy we've had for 15 years. Now costs keep going up. We just got notified of a 49% premium increase and Ouch. they did it by the way, the insurance company that we've filed with the state to also do an additional 25% increase in premiums a couple years down the road. So it's not a cheap product to have, but for some people it, it is a good fit and that's something we can help you to evaluate is does that make sense for you and, and, uh, help you get on the right course there. So um, you want to look at long-term care insurance, also evaluate your life insurance and make sure that you have an appropriate amount of coverage. You don't have too much. You don't have too little. A lot of people that come in and meet with us, they only have their life insurance through work. And so if you're 55 years old and you plan on retiring at 60, whatever, and your only life insurance is through work, and then suddenly you have some health issues, you lose your job because you're you can't go to work. You're not healthy. You also lose your life insurance in many situations. So there's a, a lot of years there that are missed income from employment, but also if your health is really bad and you pass away early, uh, that's lost social security income for your spouse as well if you're married. So we want to think through some of those things and look at what's kind of the, you mentioned this earlier, um, you know, plan for the worst situation and hope for the best. And that's yep. something we can help you to evaluate. Oh, that's great because I think for a lot of people, Jeff, the I, just the idea of long-term care insurance and life insurance is intimidating. I mean, there are so many products and different types out there, but working with somebody like yourself can relieve a lot of that burden. And once you have those products or a plan in place, you can breathe a huge sigh of relief, right? Yeah, absolutely. That can make a big difference. Um, there's uh, Part of what we do for our clients is help them to think through and identify risks and how do we minimize that risk and plan ahead and make adjustments for those things. And those are two big ones. Another one to consider is you get into your fifties. Um, a lot of times what happens, the kids, you know, are off to school there. We're now looking at an empty nest and divorce sometimes happens. You know, we've waited until we've held off until the, the kids were out of the house. So you want to think about what that might mean to your financial future. So, um, is your retirement now going to be on your own and what kind of impact is that going to have? So starting to plan ahead for those things, think about that. Um, make sure you're, you're factoring that in. Yeah, that's important. Yet yeah, That's yet another example of hope for the best, but plan for the worst, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, another piece of advice to look at if you're turning age 50 and really at any age, but is make sure don't neglect updating your key documents. So, your wills, your healthcare directives, transfer on death deeds, financial power of attorney, make sure that things are organized. I think out of um, most things that we help coach our clients on, this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest area that we nag folks on is estate planning gaps and taking some steps to fill those in because you never know what life is going to throw at you. So make sure that you're up to date with, with some of those items. So, um, the idea for this next segment, we'll talk about kind of switching gears a little bit is some things you should know about your finances once you reach age 65. So this is from an AARP article, five things you need to know about finances when turning 65. 
which is a very important year. And the first critical thing to note here is that it's not the full Social Security retirement age. Years ago, 65 is the age you would have to reach to receive your full Social Security amount. That's no longer the case. And you can take Social Security as early as age 62, delayed as long as age 70. And we'll help you to navigate the math there in determining when's the right time for you to file, when should your spouse file if you're married, to make sure that you're optimizing that benefit. Met with a, a couple earlier this week and the difference between the best and worst Social Security timing and strategies that they could use it was over a $500,000 difference throughout their lifetime based on when they filed. So it can be a very significant decision. We want to make the most out of your Social Security benefit. Well, yeah, and you've talked about that on shows before, maximizing your Social Security. And I know you have that Social Security maximization report uh, that you can run, but uh obviously uh, it can be a lot smaller if you file at the wrong time, right? Yeah. You know, just a quick napkin math, you take it at 62, that can be about 75% of what you would have gotten at your full retirement age. You delayed at age 70, that's going to be around 132% of what you would have gotten at your full retirement age. So there's quite a bit of a range there and that's going to last throughout your lifetime. So making sure that you're you're making some good decisions there with Social Security. Another thing to, to look at is 65 is an important year for Medicare. So if you've enrolled in Social Security before you turn age 65, you'll automatically be enrolled in Medicare. But if you turn 65 before you enroll in Social Security and sign up for Social Security, you'll need to formally enroll in Medicare. And you have a seven-month window to enroll in Medicare, three months before your 65th birthday, your birthday month, and three months after that. And you can sign up for Medicare on the Social Security website, even if you aren't ready to sign up for Social Security. And that's a common question or misconception. So there's a lot of things there to think about with Medicare and Social Security timing. But um, there's a, a lot of other things that we can help delve into, but we wanted to share some ideas with you on important things to consider uh, when you get to age 50 and 65 specifically, but regardless of where you're at on your retirement journey, we encourage you to pick up the phone, give us a call, come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan, and we'll help you to get in the direction that you would like to be. And if you're there and you can retire and you're, you're on track, at least having the peace of mind of knowing that's the case. And uh, that's what we're here for and in, enjoy doing. Well, yeah, and it's been a great discussion and a great show today, Jeff. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.